0: ribble fm weather
1: here is your weather forecast for wednesday frosty with icy surfaces at first then a crisp winter's day with plenty of sunshine staying generally dry but a few snow flurries are possible feeling cold with a maximum temperature of three degrees c the food and drink show on ribble fm sponsored by ramsbottom kitchens see the website for more at ramsbottomkitchens.co.uk
2: Single room and the sickest
3: Uh, Mank band. I tell you, these manks, honestly.
4: <laughs> Watch it.
3: Uh, welcome to the food and drink show uh, on this Wednesday afternoon. I tell you what, it's a bit cold, isn't it? Huh? Uh, and um, you may have seen from our socials. Um, what did I put? Uh, I think I put character extraordinaire, foodie, and the real artisan baker. <laughs> such a liar because he's back again uh mark solomon he is a character though isn't it he? look he's, he's here in his chef's white stinking a curry because you've been making that curry haven't you yeah. do not tell us what it's called no i won't please I won't. I won't. Uh, mark likes a bit of a play on words you can imagine can't you what he said uh mark from the artisan bakers on Wally road is with me and we are talking all about bread do you know what um But then we'll get on to your new projects. This is your new passion. Not going to mention it yet, but we'll come to that, because I love that. Lovely. People need to know, don't they? Of course they do. They need to know. Um, One of the first things, Mark, um, how long have you been in the bakery now? Um, in June, we're coming up for four years old. Is it four? Four years, man. And I remember, and this will lead on to your, your new pet, pet pet project, I remember when I was studying that shop, because obviously I knew you from when you had your, your restaurant, and we were having a chat about bread, and I just thought, this is brilliant. And somebody came in and said something like, um, is there any gluten? I'm gluten, <laughs> don't <laughs> any gluten in this? And
4: you went, <laughs> just in that mank voice, you went, you are? I was like, no. Well, do you know what (laughs) gluten-free bread looks like? Can I tell you the story?
3: (laughs) But that's what I mean. And you, if I had a pound for every time I've told somebody that story about gluten and how they used to put it in for knocking it back and saving time so they could make more bread, I'd be a millionaire. I tell everybody. Because it's right. And when that person (laughs) went out with their nose severely out of joint, which I like, (laughs) listen. It's your shop. You can do what you want. Sure. Yeah? Sure. Um, and I said to you, I said, wow, I didn't know any of that. And you said, Lee, th- there are only a very small handful of key ingredients in bread
4: in, in the majority. Absolutely, yeah. Flour, water, salt. And yeast. A bit, and a bit of yeast. Yeah, that's You know, it. and that's it. You can add to it. You can You can enrich it. You can put fat in it. You can put oil in it. You You know, and you can put... Herbs and spices in it, right? yeah. But at the end of the day, and it's simple. As it's still form. a natural. It's a still a natural product,
3: exactly. And and I loved the fact that, I mean, there's no doubting the passion you have for for your bread and your baking and your pies. Well, and I love things.
4: it. You know, it's it's great. And you know, the nice thing. I'm not being. I don't know what you'd call it, but. Having having the shop on Wally Road mm. is like, the, the customers, I mean, we've built the customers up over the last three and a half years. The customers are amazing. The support's been amazing. Because, you know, I'm not great online and, you know, I've got Leah who, who does a bit of online for us. But I'm not, it's not my strong point. And if you're, if you're in a bakery at half past three in the morning, <laughs> the last thing you want to be doing Hang is... Hang on a minute, you've shaved an hour off. You used to be in at two. What's <laughs> I've happened? Got a bit <laughs> slickerer. I got a bit more slickerer. <laughs> anyway, so I was going to say, so w- what happened when, when we first opened? Just every every other pot. Do you do gluten free? I thought, what's going on here? Gluten. So anyway, didn't know anything about gluten free. So I'm looking online and trying to find out where where can I get this. You know what what is it? How do you make gluten free bread? Never never in my life. Anyway, get hold of this Miller in Somerset and speak to him. And he said, look, we we do gluten free. This gluten free mix. And he said, it's got xanthan gum in it. So I thought... Xanthan gum. gum? Yeah, you've got to have xanthan gum in it, which is one of those products that you really don't want to be imbibing, let me tell you. Anyway, I said, send us a sack up, our kid, because, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have a look. In the meantime, this dude comes in, his wife's gluten-free, and I said, <laughs> yeah, I said, well, I don't do the bread, but I said, I'm just experimenting with it, so I'll tell you what, come in tomorrow, pick two loaves up, you can have them on the house... So he says, my wife will be over the moon. <laughs> so the next morning, <laughs> and this is true, I was honest to God, I put <laughs> it in the dough mixer and I'm mixing it up and I'm looking on the sack of flour, all, you know, the instructions and you add water and so much this and, you know, and it mixes and, and I'm looking at it mixing and it's not doing anything, it's just this slop going round and round and round in the mixer. So it's not coming together? No, it's not, you can't shape it, you can't ah. do anything. With it. So it. Anyway, <laughs> finished it with I poured it in the in the tin. In you know, just like a batter, poured it in the tin, baked it off. And when I took it out of the tin, I'm telling you, see, <laughs> i swear down you could have built a house with it. It was it must have made weighed one and a half tons, you know, it was like absolutely ridiculous. And he comes in, the guy, and I said, Look, um, I've been on the phone to the supplier, right, because I said to him, I can't shave. He said, no, Mr. Solomon. He said, that's the way, that's gluten-free, that's what it is. You pour it in the tin, finish, bake it off, that's it. So I gave him, I said, you can have it, I don't want any payment for it. I thought, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> and he came out. you know what he said? What? His wife ate the bread, she said. He said, Mark, She's told me it's the nicest gluten-free bread <laughs> she's ever had. I said, "Did she know?" I said, "Well, I ain't
3: doing it anymore. Well, I, I know that certain people can't have gluten because of sure. a, a, a reaction that sure. they would have to it. I get that, um, but th- we've said that we're not we're not walk tolerant, are we? These people that just want gluten-free bread because it's supposed to be like trendy. so much better and trendy yeah. for you, yeah. um, surely traditionally baked bread. With no rubbish in it, has got to be all right. Absolutely. What? And, But I have to say, um, the one I tried, your new one... Yeah. <laughs> Look, he's nervous now.
4: <laughs> no. You're not going to say it on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> it was inedible or something.
3: Whole meal sourdough. Yeah. Completely different texture yeah. to your yeah. sourdough. Yeah. But and, and I know this is a little bit sacrilege for you, but... Mate, the best toast I've ever had. Yeah. Now, I sadly eat a lot of bread. I like bread.
4: You I don't look like you eat a lot of bread. <sighs> bread. How do you? Keep, how do you keep so slim? <laughs> I just you know, <sighs> you know there are some people
3: you just think. I just
2: just the leaves.
3: <laughs> yeah, correct. Just the leaves. I um.
2: <laughs> I.
3: I know how bad white bread is, but you explained something to me and you said, yeah, but Lee, white bread made from flour, water, yeast and a bit of salt is fine. It's the stuff we
4: get in the plastic bag, isn't it? It's exactly that. Exactly, because it's just full of absolute rubbish. And a lot of that bread that you buy in supermarkets, dare I say, has been made a year ago. And you go in, you see the bakery there, and you think, oh, he's got an in-store bakery. It's not an in-store bakery, it's a bake-off. And they manufacture the bread a year before it goes into the supermarket. It goes into the supermarket, it's put in a bake-off oven, and it's wrapped up and you get it. By you get it, it's been made a year ago. Whoa! One of the ingredients they put in it is an antifungal, because it's been in the freezer for a year. It's the same antifungal that they put in wallpaper. Can you believe that? Now, I'll, I'll tell you, just very, very quickly, there's was an article in the paper, and one of my customers brought it in a couple of weeks ago, where someone had bought one of these wrap breads, um, and she, this girl had taken it to her grandma's, stayed the weekend, forgot the bread, left it. Her grandma didn't want it, so she dug it into a compost heap. Yeah. Uh, right. And this is, this is fact, oh, so no. it's not fiction. Yeah, she dug it into the compost heap. Five weeks later... She turns the compost heap over. The bread that she, you know, it slices of bread, were still there intact.
5: No! No
4: microbes have gone near it or eaten it. And doesn't it make you think, what the hell is in that bread? Mate, it's ridiculous. And that kind of like brings us on
3: to your your new little pet subject, which we're going to discuss. I'm going to play a quick tune when we come back, because I think people need to know the book... I, I researched the book... That you showed me yesterday, I've ordered a copy because I want to read it. Because we don't, as ordinary people that go to work, come home, go and do our shopping at the supermarket, I'm telling you now, we haven't got a clue what's in our food, have we? No. We haven't got a clue. Back in a sec.
1: The Food and Drink Show on Ribble FM. Sponsored by Ramsbottom Kitchens. See the website for more at ramsbottomkitchens.co.uk. to learn more and schedule a tour Three Rivers the perfect home is waiting for you
0: Looking for a reliable trustworthy Skip Hire service? A1 Skip Hire is here for all your waste management needs Family run for over 20 years ensuring your waste is handled responsibly and efficiently Offering a wide range of skips to suit your every need
5: So,
4: you've been wondering what's going on at Greenacre Street in Cullerow There's a new name for Honda and it's Marshall Same location, same smiling faces same great service We've also just added other lakes and models to our huge vehicle showroom
0: so when you're thinking of a new vehicle, think Marshall Honda. Contact us now on 012-100-857-951. Marshall, the new name for Honda in Blackburn and Coutureau. 16, big boy, big boy, in my, in my manhood. I'm up to date on a date's two days, hope so if you serve I'll be on my way.
3: and welcome to the house of fun. <laughs> um, one of the things that we were just chatting about off air then, Mark, and and, and I know this will help lead us into some of the other stuff we wanted to talk about. Um, it was really interesting. i have been a little bit poorly over New Year and uh, Morgs went and did some shopping and he, he, he came back with this little grin on his face. He went, <sighs> he said, I'm looking after you. I've got one of your little favourite treats. And he got me a box of Jaffa Cakes. I don't know what it is about Jaffa Cakes. I just like them, right? Ah, oh, mate, cheers. And he said, shall we have one now? A nice cup of tea. Yeah, mate, a nice cup of tea. I smashed this box open because I know there's no way they were going to last, yeah? And I tipped them all out onto a plate. The Jaffa Cake is now not much bigger than a ten pence piece.
4: Amazing, isn't it? Amazing.
3: I, I, I looked, I went, are, are, they, are these the mini ones? Have they done a... These are not the full regular... Got the box, yeah? Jaffa cakes are now so small, it's ridiculous. So I tie that in with what we were saying earlier. Um, when I nipped in yesterday morning... Yeah, I know some people have a bit of a pop at me. But me and my pal, Mark, we were going out round some of the country lanes just <laughs> just to see how bad the snow was. No, Don't tell them. You know what, blokes? Somebody's going to... Anyway. So I nipped in t- to you, and I got... What I'm calling, and I know you've the, got the Mark's famous Lancashire pasty, right? First of all, the size of it, right? It's back to how... Because pasties were originally miners going down the mine, right. they had a full meal in one thing, yeah. didn't they?
4: Yeah. Well, the tin, tin mines, didn't they? You used to go in the mines, you used to yeah. get tin on the hands. it was poisonous, that's why you put a big... A big crust round the edge. So is it? Yeah, that's that's. Awesome. Oh, so then they'd throw the crust, would they? Well, they couldn't eat it. You know, it's tin. Yeah, it's carbon. Right.
5: Uh, it's not, it's, uh, carcinogenic uh,
3: or whatever. Uh, no,
4: it's it's a uh, poison. I forget what the poison is. I, I, I,
3: Mark said to me as he's driving. He went, Oh God! Oh, God!
4: I went. Oh, do you want some? Yeah, I do. So I had to split it with him. When he's talking about Mark, he's not talking about me. No, talking I'm about talking about my Mark. mate
3: Mark that <laughs> took me down. Anyway, so as we're driving away in the car. I had to split it with him. Anyway, we both mullered it. The pastry, right? This is another thing we've talked about before. Pastry. Oh, the stuff they put in it. No. And and your pastry is amazing. Anyway, big do's and little do's. What we're saying is that things have shrunk. But only the things that are produced for the supermarkets.
4: But do you know what? Can I just interrupt you? You know, you're so right. Because... They do mess around with a lot of stuff, don't they? They put it in a packet, and there is a big dent under the bottom. You can't, yeah. see, you know, things like that, yeah, and all. That. And when I was a kid, we used to have these things called wagon wheels. <laughs> I am a bit older than you, Lee. So no, I remember wagon remember wheels. wheels. Wagon yeah. wheels. You were, were huge. You are only a couple of years older than me.
6: <laughs> Shut up.
4: We're on the air. Oh, come oh, on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, wagon wheels. You could. It was. They were just absolutely amazing. Now. They're like your Jaffa key. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. Just ah, unbelievable. It, it, anyway. It, it, it's scary, but what I like about
3: independent producers, and, and again, we were talking about this off air, one of the facts, you come up with some great facts, I love it, that in, in towns in France, by law, yeah. they have to have a butcher's and a baker's. Yeah, by minimum, law. Right? By law. And one of the things I said to you was, I just used to love, if we'd gone on holiday to France or something, get up in the morning, quit coffee, wander down into the village, buy a couple of baguettes that are literally still warm, just come out, a little bit of sliced meat, etc. from the butchers. Producers like yourself are not conforming to the what what convenience well, seems to you, be. Well,
4: absolutely. So
3: there's there's a little bit of inconvenience... Because I've got to find somewhere to park on Wally Road. I know all about that. Yeah. yeah, I get that. But for that
4: little bit of inconvenience, what you get is so worth it. Well, the thing is, you know, we're not we're not skimping. You know, we're not skimping and, and messing around with the food, right? If it's a meat and spud pie or a pasty, like you've just said, Lancashire pasty, right? The the pastry's made properly, right? Yeah. It's not. There's not hydrogenated fat in it. There's not. There's not emulsifier in it. It's proper pastry and then we fill it until it's right at the top and put a lid on it (laughs) if it's a pie and it's full right and it's big and so when you've eaten the damn thing yes it's a bit dearer i'm not going to say it's not going to be dear our stuff is dearer than a supermarket right but the fact of the matter is you're not eating poison right You're (laughs) (laughs) you're eating whole food and now i've just read this morning That scientists are now calling ultra-processed food industrially industrially (laughs) formulated (laughs) products made from hydrogenated oils and fats, sugars, starch and protein isolates that contain little to no whole foods at all. And that's what people are eating. Can you believe that, (sighs) Lee? It's incredible, isn't it? How do they get away with it? That's what I don't do. I mean, if a health inspector comes into say comes into my bakery and I'm cutting meat on a yellow board, it's not should be a red board. One thing I get a roasting, you know. You yeah. Know? And yet it's the equivalent to me is like I could line up some products at the side of the counter going very strong poison, not too bad, <laughs> you know, weak poison, yeah. just ordinary poison, yeah. right, and you come in, you say, Mark, can you make me a birthday cake for me lad, surely, what would you like? Uh, I can make it with... Could I go for the medium poison? Medium, yeah, poison. that's right, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we can also put a little bit of this in it and that.
3: You wouldn't do it, would you? It, if obviously, I would never compromise your knowledge, Um, because obviously, you know, your recipes are are, are sacred, but things like a sponge cake, because some of your cakes, we've talked about lots of savoury stuff that you do, but some of your cakes, yeah, they're like four foot deep, right? (laughs) But they're light. So I presume that takes time to make a batter that'll be like that. So when we get these cakes in supermarkets... That, uh, do they put, like, rising agents in
4: oh, no, them? Thin- do you know, Lee, I, I'll tell you, I, I look at the stuff that's in it, and obviously, bread I'm interested in because I'm an artisan baker. Yeah. I look at the ingredients that they've put in it and the cakes, that, what the ingredients they've put in it. I'm just, you know, I've got no idea how they then make it. Obviously, they must put it all in a mixer, I don't know. But they're using emulsifiers, and emulsifiers they're using instead of fat. Right, that fat can be butter. If we make a cake, we put butter in it. Um, and what happens is, when you're eating, when you actually, when you get some food in your mouth, like a proper cake that's made with fat, the microbiome in your gut, the, a signal sent to your brain, whoa, guys, yeah. it, fat's on the way, <laughs> we got some fat, yo! And then, bump, you swallow and down it goes and it gets digested properly. Yeah. With emulsifier, that doesn't happen. So and that causes liver problems but that's another story. I'm you know I'm a baker not a bloody Yeah yeah yeah, no but, I get that, I yeah, get that. So 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 when you when you eat um, ultra processed food when it goes into your gut, your gut's going, "Where's the gear?" And that you and then what happens is you're still hungry because it's not proper food. So you ah. have more of it and more of it and more of it. So and all the
3: signals that would normally come from your brain to say, "Right, we're nourished." We've had yeah. what we wanted. The body's fine. You can exactly stop the opposite. It, it does the opposite. Correct. Ah. Yeah. Uh, look, it, this is a big question, right? A really big question. Um, and we'll answer it when we come back. But just to lead into it, what can we do about it, Mark? What can we do? How? How do we stop falling
4: for this? this processed food. Well, when we've listened to this next piece of music.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, DJ. Have, have you brought your ukulele? Where's the bass!
7: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and drink show on Ribble FM sponsored by Ramsbottom Kitchens see the website for more at ramsbottomkitchens.co.uk
2: are you listening? thought
4: so? the radio is always on and people are always listening so what better way to let people know about your business than radio advertising with advertising packages starting at just £25 per week get your business heard 7 days a week, 52 weeks a year for more details, get in touch now on 01247373
2: 73 or email studio at ribblefm.com. Your business growth starts here on Ribble FM.
1: Ever feel like creating a website is like trying to juggle while riding a unicycle? Well, juggle no more. Introducing 50 to 1 media. We make the designing of your website as easy as pie. We offer complete web development and implementation. And we'll make sure Google loves your website as much as you do. Get in touch via our website, clitheroe-cryo.co.uk or on our social media pages.
4: Driving around the Ribble Valley and need to tow? Ribble Valley Towing is your go-to destination for all your towing needs. From family cars to rugged trucks, we fit them all with top-notch tow bars. Call us today or swing by and let's get you hitched up. Ribble Valley Towing. We make you good to tow. Unit 3, Brookside Industrial Estate, Taylor Street, Clitheroe. Or call us on 07734-536870 we <laughs>
3: We're back. Uh, a little bit of KWS. Please don't go. Uh, it's Ribble FM. It's the Food and Drink Show with me. Oh, I haven't explained, have I? No. I haven't explained. Uh, so the Food and Drink Show with me, Foodie, and drinky, who's at Ormell. He's got viral gastroenteritis. Not good. Horrible. Not got it
4: from my bakery, So they? today,
3: <laughs> So today, it's me, Foodie, and Mark Breddy. Reddy's here today. Um, we, were, we were chatting just before the break um, that things have got to change. You know, how do we change it? Um, convenience, unfortunately, because we have become lazy, haven't we? Convenience Fair. will always win. And the fact that you can go on a car park, walk in a big building, and pick up, pick up almost everything you need. However, I did a test, okay? I got some steak, from um, George Alps, from our our buddies at Alps, and I got a piece of rump steak from um, (laughs) uh, Finest, whatever it is, night and day. Cooked in the same pan, same amount of time, night and day. And and if we start realising that the stuff we get from our local suppliers is so much better, then surely, for that little bit of effort, Parking around the corner and walking up the front street—it's it's convenience,
4: dangerous. isn't it, Lee? I mean, I at know, the end of the but, day, you know, people have come into the to the bakery and said, you know, about trying to bake their own bread. Some people have succeeded in doing it and bought a little machine and everything. But you know, it's all linked, to, you know, to me to property. Property in my lifetime has gone up and up and up and up. When I was a kid, my mother used to stay at home; she used to make a meal, right. Dad used to come home from work. We used to have a scram round the table. Everyone sat together. We were all talking. How was your day? It was school and one thing or another. That's all gone because now the woman has to go out to work because the mortgage is so massive. Yeah. So then people, the habit, and, and the people habit
3: that might want to open a little shop, rents are ridiculous. Oh, you I'm know, out of
4: the window. Yeah. Even in a place like Clitheroe, I mean, on the high street, you can see how many shops are up for sale and what and closed. You know, the rents are astronomical. Anyway, so because of that loss of you know, people don't sit round a table with the kids anymore. As far as I'm no, aware, no, they don't. No, no you no, know, no. the kids come home, they're doing their thing. And the kids, da, 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 da. but you know, at the end of the day, if you got a bit of kit like um, a slow cooker. Cost 35 quid, whatever. Yeah. You get up five minutes earlier in the morning, throw some veg in it, a bit of meat, put some stock in it, bump, put the cover on, but you've got a meal when you come home. Oh, It's so easy. It is. It's so easy, and it's pure food. And you're giving it your kids, for Christ's yeah. sake. You know, you're giving it your kids. Hang on, I'm just going to grab you a bit of paper. Uh, there's no hydrogenated oils, fats,
3: sugars, starch. I mean, protein isolates. It doesn't even... You know what I mean? It sounds dangerous, doesn't it?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll go back for yeah, the medium yeah. Yeah, poison. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Any more poison, sir? <laughs> Would you like a bit you more? Yeah. Um, Got a lovely flavour. It's not real food, but you know what I
3: mean? We can put it on your meal. Flavour enhancers. That's another oh, one. God. Anyway, so uh, just to kind of like um, compound it all, a um, friend of mine went round to his house for some dinner, right? And he's from the States, okay? And he's an amazing cook. An amazing cook, okay? Um, I'll tell you he's off air, but he's a bit famous as well. Anyway, so round to the house for dinner, and uh, we were talking about Tomasita, I think Tomatillo tomatoes, and he'd made this chutney out of Tomatillos, and it was delicious. And and, and the nachos that he had were were amazing, because he'd just come back from the States and brought some with him. Anyway... I'm wandering round the other little sort of like slightly artisan supermarket. Hooves. <laughs> yeah? Hooves. <laughs> Hooves. <laughs> <laughs> and um I saw these tomatillo tortilla chips. I went, oh, it love them. And I'm and I'm going to see him in a couple of weeks. You know, a bit of a dinner party. I'll take some with me. So anyway, get up to the house and I've brought this bag. I'm so proud I found these tomatillo um tortillas. <laughs> I said, Oi, there you go. I brought you them. Hey, man, where do you get these? I was like... Mm -hmm. We didn't really eat them, and then, because we were having tacos, and at the end of eating these tacos, he said, oh, I'll go and get those, Lee, that that you brought. And he said, hang on a minute, right? The list of ingredients that was on the back... Crazy, isn't it? ...was... Yeah. Right, we're talking about a tortilla chip. Yeah. There were more than 30 ingredients in a tortilla chip is it not just corn flour and then fried? Absolutely. No. <laughs> exactly. In your shop, yeah, exactly. So a- a- again, I've got to pose you that question. How do we stop it?
4: How do we stop all this rubbish going well, in guy, our food? There's a guy called Chris van Tulliken, right? He's got a mm. book out. This is moment. that book that we were talking about. Yeah, it's taking the whole country by storm. I'm a big fan of his. Uh, and you know Say the name again slowly. Chris van Okay. Okay. Is the, the book's, you know, expensive, but you can go online, go on YouTube. It's all over YouTube. Type his name in. And what he will tell you about these ingredients that we've mentioned is just... It, really. Y- you'll just stop feeding y- your kids with it or yourself with it. I mean, he has basically said in his book that anything that you buy that's wrapped up and got a barcode on it is ultra processed food and ultra processed food is what I told you before what, what scientists now call it it's not food at all it, w- I, sorry just to digress really, which right. reminds me it cost me a fortune yesterday that loaf for yours did
3: it? yeah because instead of coming in a plastic bag with a barcode it comes in a little bit of baker's wrapping paper
4: it's not but f- it's tissue
3: paper tissue paper so I have to go and buy a bread bin because I don't want it
4: to go stale yeah yeah nine quid Wake yeah. me up when you finish. Get along. <laughs> Get along. Well, that's how they used to do it. I mean, yeah. coming into my bakery, basically, is like going into a bakery 80, 90 years ago. That's how they used to wrap bread in tissue paper. It's hygienic, and that's it. You know, and that's that's the reason we do it. You know, what what would you say is the biggest lesson that you've taken away from
3: Chris Van Tulliken's book? Because mine should be here today. You know, is there something that really resonated with it you? you thought that's it.
4: Well, uh, there's so much that resonates with me I've been on the case for 16 years Because when I was at school I remember in a science lesson I must have been about 14 or something like that The the science teacher said that One in four of you lads will die of cancer By the time you're 60 or 70 I can't remember which it was And it's just one of those things that just stuck in my head Teachers were brutal in the 30s, weren't they? Do you know I what? Know. I'm, I'm never coming on this show again. Where's the door? Let me out. <laughs> 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 Do you know? Honestly, anyway, can I carry on? Please. Right, okay. I'm sorry about this, listeners. <laughs> but anyway, so years and years later, about 2008, something like that, I'm reading a book uh, about food. And it says in it that one in one of us will die of cancer. So that's either you or me, Lee. And I thought, oh, that's got to be wrong, because when I was at school, it was one in four. So I started researching it and looking at it and things, and I thought, you know, people drink, that causes cancer of the gut, doesn't it? You yeah. Know, you know, if you're drinking excess, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not talking about in modern... Yeah. If you're drinking excess, you, 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 you know, you're gonna, if you smoke, you're going to get cancer of the tongue, for sure you're going to get lung cancer. Right, there's no two ways about it. It's not, not yeah. it's irrefutable, yeah. irrefutable. So, uh, and you know, people take drugs, um, and that can kill you as well. Yeah. But the one, but we don't all do that, do we? We don't do that. No. But we all eat. So it led me to looking at ah, food. Ah, right. And then I, get I started it. researching food, and then it became the chemical thing, and then you know, and when I opened the bakery in Clitheroe three and a half years ago, I thought I decided to not do anything with chemicals which you you tend to as a chef you know you'll use this you'll use a bit of msg you know um so and that's that's how 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 it all came about but since then after researching it and reading chris mantsor's Tullikan's book it's just it's unbelievable how dangerous this stuff is y- you feel it should
3: almost be like I need to ring the police. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. the That's the kind of gut reaction yeah. you get. Exactly. How can they be getting away with this? I I, I, I know. Um, <sighs> I haven't got an answer for it. You know. No. I don't know how it's
4: going to end. No. Or...
3: Well, one of the things that we can do is say, look, use your independence. Yeah. Because right now, the independent little shops, your bakers, your florists, your butchers... They need the support of the community, don't Oh, they?
4: absolutely. Use them. Absolutely.
3: Use them or lose them. It's an old phrase. Um, Mark, as ever, that, that's the hour gone again.
4: Has it really? Yeah,
3: as ever, uh, you've been the most
4: entertaining. Have you got a handkerchief? <laughs> I just want to dry my eyes. <laughs> Can't wait to get out of here, listeners. You know, the guy's insane. <laughs> I'm following... Have you? Will it be sh- shut and locked
3: now? What? Two o'clock, the shop. Yeah, uh, it was shut at two.
4: Yeah, but I wanted a past day. Yeah, you, listen, we've been working since half past three, mate. What oh time did you start work? work. Yeah. Here we go. Uh 10 <laughs> o'clock. <Nine laughs> o'clock. Yeah. Listen, man. He's still thanks, got he's still got sleep
3: in his eyes. <laughs> I absolutely love having you in here. You're Thank on you. just an incredible character. And the stuff you push out of that bakery. Thanks I'm biased, but I'm a foodie, so I have to be honest, it it is incredible. Thank Thank you so
4: much, Lee. Thank
3: you so much. Don't forget, if you can, support our locals. Uh, Thanks to Mark from the Artisan Bakery on Wally Road. That's it from me. Uh, Hopefully, Drinky will be back next week, and we'll see you then. (laughs)